Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison, welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. The power is flowing, the revelation is flowing this month. It's April 28, 2021, and that's the word I had released. This is the season of revelation and healing, and this is a time God's going to release some revelation over you. And if you're struggling right now, if you're discouraged, get ready. I'm going to open something up that's going to set people free. Set you free. I'm so excited. So, Lord, I thank you for the anointing that breaks the yokes. I thank you, Lord, that for those who are struggling right now, the Lord has a word for you that this is your season of breakthrough. The very things that have been holding you down are about to lose its power over you. The spirit of addictions and things like that that are going to fall, fall, fall during the season of healing. We just ask now for the presence to increase, your power to increase in Jesus' name. Amen. Ooh, and boy, I tell you, the presence, they, I released that prophetic word for the month of April, but it's also just going to go over the next, up until May 23rd. And so you can just check that out on my website, DougEdison.com. Right now, I want to just really kind of unpack behind the scenes, tell you the story, some as you tell stories, I love this, as I tell stories or anyone, they testify, testify. So what happens is the anointing shows up and the angels show up and things like that because the word of the testimony is powerful. And so my calling, I remember a long time ago, I was struggling to find my calling. And the Lord told me when I was preparing for this week, he said, tell your story and I'm going to release a power that helps set me free. And that's uh, a really important thing to understand about your story needs to get out there. In 1988, I was getting off of drugs and struggling. And, you know, this is a time that part of my life I call when I first came to Jesus for the third time, if you know what I'm saying. I had been in and out of the church. I had rented a room, though. I found a church and rented a room about a block away. And I started going to the first pres. San Mateo, California. That's where I met Linda later on. And a lot happened at that church in 1988 on. Oh man, thanks to everybody from that area. And the Lord had led me to a spirit-filled Presbyterian church. They were Presbyterians. That's a hybrid of charismatics. And uh, it was exactly what I needed for that season of my life. And I got filled with the Holy Spirit. I do remember 1988, I was sitting in this rented room you know, uh, up the street from my church. And I was praying and I was saying, Lord, speak to me about my calling. And I clearly heard the internal voice, of course, of the Lord say to me, Isaiah 61. I didn't even know if there was an Isaiah 61, you know. And I op- opened up the Bible and it said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim freedom to the captives, release from darkness and recovery of sight to the blind, releasing the prisoners. I wept so, I think I wept six weeks. 
I'd been on meth previously. I was an alcoholic. I'd been in and out of the church. And I'd struggled, I tell you. But God was speaking this to me. And I remember freaking my pastor out because I called him and said, hey, I'm called to preach. You know, I got this word. He said, yeah, hold on there. Uh, so they got me into some programs, you know, and I, I went through some stuff. I got some counseling for addiction. I walked through some stuff. Eventually, I, I met my wife, Linda, there uh, a few years later. And but, you know, back to the 1988 thing. Here, here we go. I, I knew I had this high calling. I, I knew it. I knew I had a call of God on my life. But Satan was really working overtime on me. I want to give you this prophetic word. For those of you who've been struggling with addiction, suicide, discouragement, all the different types of things, here's the good news. Why would Satan work overtime on you unless you're a threat? Unless you have a calling in some way. It doesn't mean they have to be what I do. Unless you have a calling to help others. I want to tell you, do not give up. The Lord is moving right now. This is also for your kids and grandkids. The Lord is going to move right now. And for me, back in 1988, the first thing I did, I started to read John chapter 20, and I had a breakthrough. This wasn't the first thing I did. first thing I did was I got an understanding of what God was saying to me. I started focusing on some things, but I did get a breakthrough. It was a couple years later after I had already walked through some healing in this. And I was reading John chapter 20. I want you to open a Bible if you haven't, because there's a power in this. I got this breakthrough and I was reading what happened after Jesus was crucified, buried, and he rose again. And in fact, in John 20, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb on Sunday morning, on Easter Sunday, you know, the resurrection Sunday. But the stone in front of the tomb was rolled away. But she knelt down and looked inside and his body was gone. Uh, you know, he had been re uh, resurrected from the dead, but she didn't understand it. She didn't know where he was. So she was experiencing great loss. In fact, she's peering inside the tomb and there's two angels in there. And they ask her, why are you crying? And then behind her, Walk through this with me during this you know, is John 20 verses 10 through 16. And behind her was a voice of a man she thought was the gardener. And it was actually Jesus. He had been risen again. And then Jesus speaks her name. That's when she recognized him. She thought before that, it, you know, she didn't understand. Then suddenly he says, Mary. And her eyes were open. As I was reading this. And I tell you, this was about 91 when I was reading this, about understanding these tombs, when the Lord gave me this revelation that my eyes were open to the key to get out of rejection and pain. Because Mary, like many of you and me, who have gone through loss and you've suffered, if you sit there and look inside the tomb of your pain, you're going to just cry forever. It's still there. If I think about it, it's still there. I've got a young, but you know what I mean? You can go to these tombs. You can start thinking about these losses. And this is important. There's some key steps in this John 20 encounter. First of all, the tomb represents the pain of the past. The disciples have been there. They spent some time, you know, 
I think it was Peter, James, and John were there. But then they went back home. But Mary stayed weeping over her loss. And she looked into the tomb and she was focusing on her loss and her pain of the past. So the tomb represents spiritually that we can have losses of the past. It's like a death. Tomb is a place of death of the past. And yes, there is an appropriate time of healing and grief. In fact, I had to go through that. And still today, when I go through things, you know, I walk through a lot of losses and suffering even since then. And I find myself getting back in front of those tombs again. You do need to deal with it and clean things out. But there's a key here that you can't live your life in front of the pain of the past. Don't live your life in the graveyard of your tombs. Now, notice where Jesus was. He was 180 degrees behind her. But this symbolizes that, yeah, deal with the past, deal with your pain of the loss. But the Lord's going to call you in a 180. He's going to do something new. Don't leave this until you deal with it. Or maybe it's a process that you'll have to deal with. Also notice this, that he was a gardener. God wants to use your past experiences to cultivate your future and to help you grow up and not die. This is so important. And notice that, that when Jesus appeared as the gardener, it shows us that we need to focus. God's going to help you to grow from these things. But you can't just sit there and look at this. The revelation that I got was, yes, I was in counseling at the time. I still stayed in some counseling, but I didn't stay there forever. But here's the two angels in the tomb. Symbolizes that the Lord's sending you angels. He's sending you help. And you know, when I started to read this, I remember every painful experience I ever had. I can now see it as a gift. It doesn't mean those things were God, like the spirit of death was God. But these things, the Lord's going to, he's put angels with you. And by simply changing your focus and moving into a 180 degree turn, the Lord is going to do something with you. Now notice that he spoke her name. In the midst of this, the Lord can speak your name. I remember when this happened and this revelation happened, you know, it wasn't like I heard his audible voice, but he's going to do something to get your attention. He did with me. He spoke some things. It wasn't audible. This was not a face-to-face encounter with the Lord, which I've never had, by the way. <laughs> and people think that you have to have that. But this was a real important time. He said some things to me that only the Lord would know. And it changed my heart. And so uh, we need to have times, you know, to get through our painful past. And we need to get the close relationship with the Lord. And then we get the power of refocusing on a bright and better future. And here's the discovery I made. Is on top of this, what's behind you, what you want to go to is the cross and the resurrection. I noticed a lot of churches everywhere would focus on only part of that. The transformation uh, that is not really fully taught. Not blaming anybody because that's, again, one of the weaknesses I had to go through to get to this. Each week, you know, we're given invitations everywhere to go to the cross, to go to the altar. If you're hurting, go, and it's true, you want to do that. But there's an instruction that's missed. Most people miss the fact 
if you stay at the cross, it can, can become your tomb. If you're focusing on that, you want to bring your pain, sickness, your shortcomings. You want to bring them to the foot of the cross. Yes, but don't stop there. Here's the revelation. Because the cross, right after the cross came the resurrection. And people often go up for prayer and seldom and be instructed that they need to leave their time of hurt. And that you need to actually, you don't want to walk away too soon. You still want to get healed. I still stayed in the process. But there is resurrection power for you every day. So the cross of Christ is the first step to get through your pain, your rejection, your all those things that's going on right now, the spirit of sickness, suicide, death, discouragement. But turn around and embrace the fullness of the resurrection. Jesus said in John eleven twenty five, I am the resurrection and the life. Then in Romans eight eleven, Paul says, and the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. And he who raised Jesus from the dead will also raise your mortal body through the spirit who lives in you. I want to encourage you to not stay at the graveyard. Do the 180 turn. And I want to release this over you right now. We need to get a picture of this. And as I'm doing this, I just want to say, for those who have suffered the pain, the losses of the past, I want to prophesy once again, why would Satan work so hard on you unless you're a threat? You have a calling. Many people will open their problems up to you. You know, you help people with suicide, things like that. You know, that's a calling. In fact, I'm going to break off the spirit of sickness, suicide, and death. In Jesus' name, I call you out. Some people uh, right now even may want to maybe dedicate your life for the first time, you know, to Jesus. It's very easy. Just ask Jesus, come into my life, forgive me of my sins. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. It's really that simple. But you'll want to get around people. If you can, you can join us. We're an online church. You can join us if you want. DougAddison.com, Edlight Connection. But there's also people here who need to rededicate to something. There's something the Lord's calling you to. And as I'm talking right now, you need to actually still deal with the tomb. But many people have been in the tomb, the graveyard too long. It's time to get up and walk out of there and walk in resurrection power. This is a powerful time. We're at a time of healing. I want to encourage you. Stay tuned next week because I'm releasing a brand new prophetic word for the month of May on Spirit Connection Podcast. And I want to remind you as well, you can still get my power tools for healing. DougEdison.com forward slash power tools. It's a replay of a very, very powerful uh, healing training I did. And also consider giving to us, DougAddison.com forward slash give. I mentioned you can become a partner, you know, and join us if you'd like. Uh, you can give one time on there, but if you'd like to become a partner, we have an online community. We have coaches and, and uh, we have a meeting every month that's live. We prophesy over you. DougAddison.com forward slash give. Find out more about it as well. Don't forget about my app. It's available on the App Store or Google Play, and you can get everything sent to you every month. Hey, I'm so excited. Can't wait to see you next month. It's going to be a powerful time. 
Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.